Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well, my friend, having a good week? A uh, very busy one, very busy one. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Uh, my SEO manager uh, moved on to some really a really nice opportunity, actually, so I've been kind of swamped and kind of looking for a replacement. So anybody out there, uh, hit me up if you've got five or six years of experience and can build SEO strategies for all kinds of businesses across the nation. Yeah, awesome job, man. I wish I lived nearby. <laughs> yeah. Scott's, Scott's been talking to me a lot about it. and so <laughs> oh, Shush. <laughs> Scott's Ross's guy, for those who don't know. Don't touch. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that would be a pretty amazing gig. Too bad you can't tele, telepresence on that. Actually, I do have telecommuting available, but it has to be in one of our 12 markets. I had a great, great guy that I wanted to give the job to out of Florida, but since we don't have any, we don't have business or publications in Florida, I couldn't offer it to him, which really sucked. Dope. Yeah. Well, anyone out there, I'm sure we got a few people out there with some decent experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How would they get a hold of you? Hit me up on LinkedIn if you can. That'd probably be the best place. That's where I'm doing most of the, the work through there. And it's easy to find me on LinkedIn. All right. Sounds good. Well, there has been uh, a lot going on lately, hasn't there? Like, my God. I mean, uh, oh, yeah. The one that I thought was the most interesting, um, mostly just because it brought up some fun old memories, is uh, Facebook bringing authorship into the role, into, into oh, the game. I know. that. My, my mouth went, uh <laughs> but but actually actually it makes a whole lot more sense for Facebook than it did the way Google was using it. So I'm kind of interested to see where this goes. It, it does because it's because right now Facebook people are there, and part of what the authorship does on Facebook is it puts a little thing down at the bottom. It says you know you know more things by this author, and it actually has the ability to follow that author right there at the bottom of the post. So even if it's a personal, you can follow them instead of like friending them. So I think it's a great idea. We'll see how it takes off. Yeah, and you know, in my hopes of hopes, I think maybe someday Google might bring it back. But for now, Facebook bringing it back is yeah, fairly interesting. And and you know, someone asked me uh, uh, on, on a public uh, Facebook chat, you know, what what I think it's going to mean. Um, and of course, you can only <laughs> it's all conjecture at this point. Obviously, the one major improvement is that you expect that writer to get a little more exposure and branding. Thanks to the uh, the availability of their link and having it show up there, but you know the other thing is is it could be um, something they they include in a future search offering, which is so logical. 
Now, are they using the are they using the Open Graph code to do authorship, or did they create a new authorship tag? No, it's Open Graph. It's very so straightforward. That, oh, that's great because so many many of the tools you already use, and many of the pages may already have it done. So that's that's awesome. That's, that's yeah. If and you're using Open Graph. Yeah, anyone listening, if you're wondering how to implement it, if you're using uh, WordPress and you have the Yoast um, SEO plugin in, um, just uh, ensure that you have a link to your Facebook uh, profile within the settings, and you're set. It's done. That's that simple. That's easy. Under but your the, user profile. Yeah. So, so back to your comment about Google authorship and it coming back. Do you want to hear my theory? <laughs> sure. So my theory is they told us they were not using it for anything, and they weren't. It's very specifically, so we'd all stop looking to see what they were using it for, and they're going to start using it again without telling us on the back end. So yeah, they're not using it now, but it's like six months from now, they'll start using it again, and we'll have no idea because it's not something we can really see whether they're using it or not, right? It's one of those algorithm pieces that there's no way to test really to see if they're using it or not. So they'll start using it again, and it'll be just total, totally covertly. Well, I mean, the only way that would make sense is if people were still implementing it. And now, thanks to Facebook, that will be in play. Yeah, um, they can, that's a good that point. They said, can use either one. That said, it's going to your personal profile. So what can Google see there? Nothing. Um, so they say. I still, I still argue with that a lot. I bet you they can get more than, they, than we know they can get. Just the same. I mean, it still certainly wouldn't be... I would think good enough. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. And I don't actually believe they will bring it back, at least in the same way. I mean, Google admitting they're wrong. I'm, <laughs> there's far too many egomaniacal uh, PhDs in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. Anyway, yes. Or we won't. <laughs> yeah, or, or, yeah. <laughs> or they'll keep it hidden. Or we'll just keep talking about it. And yeah. yeah we exactly. <laughs> um, so... Another piece here uh, you added is about adding quotes. Yeah, it was really interesting. I read an article on Search Engine Land about how you know Google's got the Google Answers and all this stuff, but they're also they show quotes when people are searching for quotes. So if you were to search for um, President Bush quotes, for example, they would come up with quotes by George W. Bush, and it would show you the quotes. But the interesting thing is they notice they're not citing the sources. So most of these answers, it'll say where they got the answer from. But in the quotes, they're not citing sources. And it, to me, it kind of makes sense. I mean, people were kind of up in arms about it last week or so. But actually, it kind of makes sense to me because the source is George W. Bush, right? So, if you're, so you know, there could be 100 different pages out there all, you know, putting that quote on the web page. But they're not the source. The person who said it's the source um, and since everybody's quoting the exact same thing, how do you really say which one deserves quote-unquote credit for that, right? So it makes sense to me, but there were some people up at arms about it last week. And so, oh, this means they're going to stop you know, giving source citations to things they put in answers. I don't believe so. I think this is something that's going to stick to the quote section, um, mainly because you know, you're asking for the source in your search query, right? I want to quote from this person. Well, that person is the source. Just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I, I don't often agree with their moves, but I think this one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And part of the problem that some people are complaining about with this is because sometimes quotes are wrong. And people associate quotes like, um, even the search engine land example, um, there's controversy about who said what, when, and where, right? Like, there's a classic 
quote by P.T. Barnum says there's a sucker born every minute. Well, there's a lot of controversy about whether he actually said that or someone was saying that about him. But if you if they return that as a quote from P.T. Barnum, then it's like, well, how accurate is this? But again, this is algorithmic stuff. They're pulling this from off, off everywhere they can find it and using algorithms to decide what's the most common answer to that. And if everywhere on the internet quotes it, Google's going to get it wrong if everybody else has it wrong too. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll see uh, how that pans out. I mean, I, I can't see any reason why that's going to cause them any antitrust issues or anything. But uh, no, me either. But uh, yeah, I, I don't envy them. They have to make some pretty tough decisions in these cases. Oh yeah, definitely. So Matt Cutts, he has extended his leave, and he's been formally replaced a few weeks ago. I think he said. Uh, yep, I didn't realize yep. that, but I know now that it's, it's definitely um, stated that on search and uh, search engine roundtable. Um, and they haven't said who it is that's been replaced. Who's replaced him? Uh, I'm not sure that person really wants to be found yet. Yeah, They're probably a little they, overwhelmed right now. I don't know if they will say who it is. Um, you know they've got a number of people now that are that have taken place his place as spokespeople. You know Miley, um, John Euler, um, Gary. As you say, do you pronounce his last name Isles, or is there a different way to pronounce it? Gary Isles is how I say it. I think that's, yeah, that's it. how I say it too. But there's a number of people that kind of stepped in to be the the face of Google to the community, and so it's not just one person anymore, which probably is the smart way to do it because because Matt was just like. Just overwhelmed. I'm sure that's why he <laughs> has to take such a long leave of absence. His head was about to explode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and maybe it was partly because, I mean, obviously I'm giving a lot of my credit here, but uh, have you ever heard of Josh, uh, uh, what's his name, B- Baskinski? Or I don't know if I have. Bak- Bakinski. Anyway, if you go to themoralconcept.net, themoralconcept.net, spelled as it sounds, um, you'll see a, it's from, 27th of April, 2014, a very long, extremely well-written, absolutely scathing review of Matt Cutts um, (laughs) based on ethics. Uh, This guy's halfway through his PhD on ethics, and I'd say he's very qualified. Um, It's called Kings of the Internet, Confessions of a Black Hat. Um, It was a response, I'm quoting here, the article is a response to a private meeting I had with Matt Cutts, head of WebSpan and distinguished engineer at Google, at SMX West, March 13th, 2014, about Google's ethics, their search algorithms, and his role in the disenfranchising of thousands of small businesses. I think I have read this. Fabulous right, read up, yeah. like writing. I mean, it's brutal. <laughs> uh, just, you know, it's, it's not, uh, he doesn't hold back, I'll put it that way. Um, he and I actually are going to have a phone call soon. He wants to discuss, uh, I oh. guess, uh, he's thinking about uh, a, a book or a movie or something along the lines of, uh, or a documentary on how all these people have been, dis- you know, some people, just dis- their business have been destroyed by Google. Um, wow. I don't know much to say really about it, but I'll uh, maybe he's look- Maybe he's looking into your ethics, Ross. What have you been doing we should know about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to debate ethics with a guy like this, that's for sure. Uh, anyway. Interesting, very well written, and uh, I think it, it, it puts out some really strong points against uh, Google um, and how they run their business, and uh, it, I recommend it to everyone. I really do. I think it was really well written, and, and, and it shows. It's got a ton of comments, I think 200-something, um, nice. and there's some very thoughtful ones. There's always the trolls, but there's some really good stuff in there. 
Interesting. Themoralconcept.net. All right. Speaking of Mr. Cuts, he actually tweeted something, what was it, last week or so, um, relevant to search for like the first time in, in forever, it seems like. <laughs> Of course, of course, it's part of the new Google propaganda push to get everybody to do HTTPS, but he's he's still alive apparently. Yeah, he is. He says Reddit's going HTTPS. That's Google, Facebook, Wikipedia, and soon the U.S. government. Now, um, and that, that was around the same time uh, the U.S. government pushed uh, news out that they're going to do it as well. So eh, it's yeah. nice to see something from them. It's interesting because I've been pushing our sites to look at HTTPS. To secure just to see what it's going to take to do us, and I wonder if that word got over because right, it's part of our family of sites. So, oh, yeah, of course, right? Yeah, forgot about that. Well, um, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we've got uh, a ton of other interesting, it's quite a smattering of uh, news, news today. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. And, you know, before I jump into some of these other news, one thing has come to my mind that I have to share I've gotten two inquiries from existing clients wondering if they should bite because GoDaddy is putting out um, SEO services. I guess they just sent a bulletin out and they're saying they can help people out for a hundred bucks or something to get their site better right. I'm like, no, run. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You know who else does that? You know who else sells SEO? Costco. Oh, a big box store. You can, I wonder if you can get it in like a giant box of SEO. <laughs> <laughs> Does it come with confetti? <laughs> I don't know. 
But it's interesting. I wonder who they partnered with. When I hear stuff like it, the first thing I think is, okay, they didn't do this on their own. Somebody went to them and said, you can resell our services. And I'm wondering who they're reselling and how that works. You know, at 100 bucks, it can't be getting much, if anything. I mean, what can you do for $100 SEO? It's just not feasible to do anything that's going to have any real impact on a website. Unless they no, have, like, it, it, like, I take that back. If you have a website, very specific circumstance, if you have a website <laughs> and a dev developer launched it with a robots.txt blocking everything, you can spend a half an hour to do the research, point that out to them and say, remove this. That's about $100 worth of SEO. <laughs> <laughs> or or you could, you could uh, ask a bunch of questions of an expert for that much money and, and probably get some good feedback too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you're right. In terms of applying it to a site, no. I mean, give me a break. Uh, anyways, it scares the hell out of me when they do that because I wonder how many people aren't asking and are just saying, yes, let's do this because right. way too many cooks in the kitchen. You know, if we're doing SEO for them, we don't want GoDaddy all of a sudden to start messing with what we're doing. Oh, yeah. And, people who, and the people who do like link building services, not that I'm a proponent of that at all. You know, my stance on that. But to get a good quality, relevant link to your site, it's about $100 a link, Right. So it's like, okay, let's get one link from GoDaddy a month. It, it's just weird. It's just very weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. And so please, 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 please don't bite. Um, between that and yellow pages, I get so many questions. Um, in Canada, I don't know whether it's as bad in the States, but here, yellow pages, in my opinion, in their dying breaths, um, are just going. They charge an absolute horrendous amount of money for SEO. Really? And, uh, and, and they, they, oh yeah, it's like $2,500 a month for what I could easily do for $750 to $1,000 at the very most. Yeah, I know here in, here in the States there's a lot of companies, Super Pages, um, Reach Local, Orange Soda, companies that are like um, kind of the big box stores of online marketing. They'll go out and they'll, they'll, they'll set up a call center and they'll target a city and they'll spend a month targeting this city and call every business they can and try to sell on PPC and SEO. And their packages are like 300 bucks. They're very affordable for small businesses, but they're all automated stuff. Everything is automated. There's no real analysis. They, everybody gets the same thing. It's, 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 for some businesses, actually can help them a little bit, mm -hmm. but for a real strategy and to really perform well, it's it's just stealing, in my opinion. <laughs> Can you hear that seagull? Yes, He's having a field day behind me here. Anyway, <laughs> a little uh, West Coast sound effects for our show today. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, shoot, I was going to say something about that. Uh, you're mentioning the um, these 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 big box stores. They're, they're also um, creating oftentimes, and I know this is the case with yellow pages because I've had to deal with it before, pages that are not on their client sites. They're actually buying another domain name and yep. promoting that so that, and obviously, there, there may be other reasons for this. I'm not going to you know, get myself in trouble here. But the f point of the matter is when you leave, you don't get to take that with you. No, so, it's theirs. They resell it to somebody else. Yeah, take your... Uh, yeah, Take that with a grain of salt, but I mean, that's well, scary well, another, stuff. Another tactic they do, and this is more than one of these services, some they're dedicated to specific verticals. I know one large 
um, company that focuses on auto dealers does this. They will do they'll do what you say. They'll create a a proxy page or a separate website, but they'll also go in and change all the phone numbers. So they'll go into your local search. They'll go into Google Plus Local. They'll go into Yelp, and they'll change all the phone numbers to their tracking numbers. Right. So it looks like you're getting all kinds of great business coming in because they're reporting all these leads from telephone calls. Right. But those are the same leads you would have got if you had left your own phone number in there in the first place. So it seems like they're doing a lot, but what they're doing is reporting on stuff that you would have gotten anyway, which drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, it's scary. And, and, and really, the, again, the amount of money you spend to use these guys, it's, it's mind-blowing. But they have the big flashy marketing. They've got oh, yeah. a ton of salespeople because the salespeople makes a, make a fortune on this stuff. And... Um, they can reach you faster than anyone uh, that's, in my opinion, ethical. Yeah. Uh, and, and they anyway. do. They, they, they build a call center. They blanket a city at a time. They sell a bunch of stuff. And a lot of these, co- a lot of these companies have these reputations of they have great customer service up front or the sales process. There's lots of communication. You feel like you're being handheld through the whole process. As soon as it closes, they disappear. You never hear from them except maybe you get a report in an email once a month. It's like it's just crazy. Yeah. Amazing. Well, back to the news here. Uh, thanks for riffing with me on that. It's, it's uh, frightening. But anyway, um, John Mueller, he uh, decided to dig deep into reconsideration requests. He actually kind of let, let loose in one of his uh, discussions and, and really shared a yeah. few interesting details. Uh, did, he, did you read this? I did. He, did the, he does yeah. those uh, Webmaster Hangouts, which are really great if you get a chance to. I mean, you never mm-hmm. know what's going to come up or what he's going to say. But some, some good stuff comes out of there occasionally. Did you read this one too? I did. Yeah, and and I put a cliff note here. The, the the more detailed you are about what you've done to fix the issue, the better your chance of getting the penalty lifted faster. He said that you know oftentimes people will just submit. Yeah, we fixed it, but they don't give any detail. And Google's like, well, you've got to show us evidence here. We don't want to do all the legwork. You need to tell us what's done. Um, so people are sort of put behind or it gets, gets dropped in terms of priority and they'll go for the people that have explained what they've done and they, and they can easily verify it. And then they're like, okay, you've done your job. Thank you. You're do, back in. Have they ever said how many reconsideration requests they deal with on an average basis, like every week, every month? Do we know that? I don't think I've they heard that. They may have, but I don't know of it. That'd be an interesting number to know because if you think if you know that and you say, okay, if, let's say they get 10,000 reconsideration requests a month, you know, and they're going to pick the ones that are going to give them the most information. They're going to be easiest ones to resolve or the ones that are going to have the most information. That makes a whole lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think they get that many, but it's just, it, it makes sense that they're going to do the ones that are going to be easiest to do because they, they are going to have a few of them. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, and he said, if you, if you don't hear from them in a week, <clears throat> I thought this is quite interesting. If you don't hear from them in a week after you've done a submission, you don't hear anything um, and, and definitely after two weeks, you know, get in touch and just make sure that it wasn't sort of lost in the shuffle. Um, I think that probably happens more often than they're, they're admitting and that that might just be a, a cover. But <laughs> yeah. either way, it's, uh, it's nice to hear that there's a certain amount of uh, openness. And, and it's what we've always thought, but it's really nice that they're actually coming out and saying, do this, it helps. Because mm-hmm. it not always, we don't always believe them when they say this, that, but I, I, I think I believe them this time. <laughs> we think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trends. Google Trends. Updating in real time. 
That's pretty cool. I mean, I love these tools that Google puts out. You know, they they just sometimes they they we rely on them and then they disappear, and that's obviously a nice pet peeve of ours. But um, the fact that Google Trends, which has been around a long time, is now being enhanced is awesome. Have you looked at it since it went real time? Because I know it used to be that you go in and you'd see, like I think it's like maybe you'd see something update, you know, that that happened eight, ten hours ago. Someone, you know, if there's something happening in the news, it'll be six, eight hours before it really hits trends. It had to hit some kind of threshold. It's really nice to see now that things that are picking up steam very fast are going to be put in there a lot quicker. That makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, this is interesting. Um, quote unquote from their press release. You can now explore minute by minute real time data behind more than the behind the more than one hundred billion searches that take place on Google every month, getting deeper into the topics you care about. You can explore this data by selecting any time range range in the last week from the date picker within Google Trends. So what do you what do you use Google Trends for normally? When I'm doing really um, deep keyword analysis and I want to know, uh, for example, um, if I'm setting up, a, we do authority building plans um, and I'm, maybe I'm doing something for a very complex business, I'll go in there to see when particular uh, phrases or topics or categories are getting the most uh, attention. And then I can say, okay, this, is, this, is, this piece of content should be uh, posted at this time of year, at this time, if the client doesn't already know that. Um, I, I just I find it informs some of my keyword research at times. It's interesting. I'm looking at it right now, and it's I like what they've done. A little, some of the changes they've got some things at the top that are trending, um, like the U.S. Supreme Court is going to make a ruling in the next few days, either today, tomorrow, or Monday, about same-sex marriage, and it shows that that the Supreme Court is trending. It also shows that same-sex marriage is trending almost exactly the same kind of graph. It's very interesting. Um, hmm. Yeah, I just saw that too. And the Affordable Care Act, of course, because that was mm-hmm. uh, upheld today, which is, I think, very cool. Anyway, um, yes. lots of stuff going on. Holy cow. So, so if you go in and search, because what, what you really didn't have a lot of ability to do before was search for detailed topics in Google Trends. You really kind of had to mostly rely on what they thought were trends. So I like this drill down. So I just searched for SEO. And the interest over time, it's really interesting. The interest over time looks at the default graph starts in 2004, February 2004, and goes all the way up to current. And it's really interesting to see the dips and trends. And, you know, about 2011, it kind of hit a plateau. So it's kind of interesting to look at where people are searching. For some reason, the most interest everywhere internationally for, for SEO is Vietnam. Don't know why. <laughs> Wonder where that's that must be yeah. the, the latest outsourcing. That could be, but they have related searches, so you can see. Okay, you know, SEO related is search engine optimization, of course, but things like SEO Google, WordPress, and WordPress SEO are very high up there. Um, so it's 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 definitely interesting. And I always find it interesting to look at what they consider um, key headlines. Uh, so looking under SEO. Uh, G-F-E-D-C. So, A-B, let's say uh, about half of them are foreign language. I have no idea what they're about. In fact, it could be entirely, it's likely possible, at least one of them, that SEO is totally related to something else. Um, Mm -hmm. The one that really stands out makes me kind of sort of laugh is the Huffington Post is apparently uh, noted as a big one. Six SEO and social secrets every entrepreneur must know and why. 
<laughs> Brother, I wonder who wrote that. Anyway. So we, maybe we should do a whole show around that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's tear that apart. Hey, that'd be kind of fun. We love tearing stuff apart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. if you're using Google Trends, it's been updated as real-time data. It's actually, it does actually make it much more useful. It really does. Amen. Okay. Well, um, like I said, there's a real variety of content today. The next one is that uh, Google is now countering revenge porn. Man, I was just learning about that. Now I have to find something else. I mean, um, that's good. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, thank goodness they're doing this. It's such a horrible thing. I mean, essentially what was happening was um, pissed off exes was, were posting um, very damaging and private video or photos of their exes uh, doing sexual acts and such. And, and Google's finally countering it, allowing people to have these pulled um, yeah. you know, as soon as possible by uh, just submitting the information. And you can find this on Search Engine Land. Um, the, uh, the title is Countering Revenge Porn, um, or actually Google Blocks Revenge Porn is, is it called. And that's the, I think I've said porn like eight times already. That's that record. Yeah. On our show. Well, well, the interesting <laughs> the, the interesting thing about this to me is that there's no law against it in the United States. There are certain states they've 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 adapted some laws to do this, but there's no federal law against this kind of activity. Um, and I, I love that it's coming. There's a lot of attention being you know brought to this, and especially with things like this happening with Google, and they're looking at you know actually passing some laws to make this a federal crime. Because right now, you, it's not even a crime to do that to somebody. That's horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just not not right. And I'm glad that uh, Google finally jumped on. It, you wonder Me why too. it takes so long, but uh, just the same. I'm glad they did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that said, let's take a quick break, and we get back. I've got another couple pieces of interesting news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Finding links to improve your rankings in the search engines is time-consuming and frustrating for many of us. The Hoth is the go-to company to help lighten your link-building load. Their white-label SEO was made specifically for agencies, in-house SEOs, and affiliates. The Hoth also offers high-quality custom local citation building to improve search rankings in Google's Maps and localized results, providing fulfillment for some of the largest SEO companies in the world. The Hoth offers link and citation building services you can trust. Get $20 in link building or citation building credits free by going to thehoth.com radio. 
T-H-E-H-O-T-H dot com slash radio. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Okay, next. <laughs> I love this, was, this. Okay, go for it. All right. I just thought it was great. I, Gary Isles posts some really interesting stuff. Uh, I love following his Twitter now. I'm actually, I think it's the only one I have right now. Uh, sorry, John, that I actually allow to send messages to my phone. <laughs> I, I, ne- I never tweet anything. I just, I just read. I lurk there anymore. I haven't yeah, tweeted yeah, in a long time. I've got some automated stuff, interesting things I like to share. That's about it. But anyways, he is saying that uh, please be mindful, and this is quote unquote, with no index directives, and remember that most search engines will honor it, even if it's in the body element. So, so what does this mean to English? in English there, John? So that means if you're writing an article on how to set up no index, don't put the code <laughs> on the page, because <laughs> no one will find it, because it won't get indexed. <laughs> yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. so it, the no index tag is often used to, to tell Google, don't, you know, don't, don't add this, right? Well, <laughs> If you mention no index, if it's somehow added within the content, usually it's above the head, in the head of the uh, code. It's a meta tag. Um, yeah, it's a meta tag. If that meta tag happens to make it into the body, don't assume it's broken. It ain't. <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to... And there's, there's some content... Not showing up. And, there's, and there's some content management systems that are weird and sometimes put code in the wrong places. And sometimes mm. it'll, those kind of things will get... You know, you'll have some metadata and some meta tags stuck somewhere else where it shouldn't be. Um, and you might just review the metadata and make sure it's not in there the header and you didn't happen to think, well, let's check the rest of the post to see if there's any metadata down there. Um, it'll still work. It's, it's 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 interesting. I'm not sure why it still works if it's not in the header. I'm not why why would they do that? Good question. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it must be something along the lines of what you just said. I have encountered many systems that uh-huh. have that in the wrong place. Right, uh, but if you if if you put the like if you put the title tag in the footer instead of the header, does it still work? I don't I don't know. <laughs> oh dear. Well, they have said it. It is now writ. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is law of the land. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, one last piece here uh, about Google Analytics. Take it away. Yeah, it's this is something, and, and actually, Stefan Spencer did a really good research study about this a couple of years ago, wasn't it? It's been a while now, yeah. but it, it's come up again, and it's just we're reemphasizing this. 
data from Google Analytics is not used to influence rankings at all. Um, Stefan's testing pretty much proved it outright, but it's coming up again. So there's still some confusion about whether analytics influences rankings and the, the data in there. Um, it doesn't. Just, just be aware it doesn't have any influence. So don't be worried about putting analytics on your site. Don't be worried about the information and how it's impacting your rankings because there is no connection between the two other there than you, you can see how well your rankings are driving traffic to your site. <laughs> John and Stefan and Jen from the SEM Post have said this. It is now ultra writ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, I want to get Stefan anyway. back on the show. Dang it! Yeah, we keep talking about. It. We just got to do it. Yeah, that up with us. <laughs> All right, I'm going. Bye. All right, um, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess with that said, we better tie this up. We keep going too long here. Hope everyone's enjoying the shows, though. So, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page. Easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. Have a great week. And remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget, hit me up if you're a great SEO and you want to work for me. Is that late? Yeah, what are you doing, John? It's like, oh, my well, God, the well, stocks you... are going to fall. Everything's going to fall in if you don't do your thing. All right, fine. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You should be saving for the future, but savings accounts suck and investing can be scary. We combine the ease of savings with the real returns of investing. We call it Save Vesting, and it's only available in our new app, Stairs. Stairs offers 4 to 6% returns, no fees, and you can withdraw anytime. Do your future a favor. Visit stairsapp.com today.